six. What is up, Carmen? This is Ben Cullen, and here is your sports fix for the week. The head coach of Hong Kong's men's football team, John Anderson, has signed a contract extension that will keep him in the role until 2025. The 60-year-old's contract had been due to expire in July. In a statement issued this week, the Hong Kong Football Association quoted Anderson as saying the team's improvements since he took charge in December 2021 show they are on the right track. I hope to build up a good team for the AFC Asian Cup Finals and also achieve good results in the upcoming new round of FIFA World Cup and AFC Asian Cup qualifications. We have a lot of interesting tasks ahead and I have confidence that the team will do well. The Golden State Warriors closed the first half of Wednesday's Game 5 with vintage Splash Brothers to take an 11-point lead. When they opened the second with a 9-2 run, they were in control. With their postseason at stake, the reigning NBA champions punched back from an excruciating Game 4 loss with a 121-106 win over the LA Lakers to ensure that their season would not end on Wednesday. Adding to the Lakers' woes, they lost Anthony Davis to a late-game head injury, leaving his Game 6 status in doubt. Game 6 will take place tomorrow morning at 10am local time. Tiger Woods has been ruled out of the 2023 US PGA Championship as the 15-time major champion continues to recover from an ankle injury. It is the third time in seven years the American will miss the tournament. Three-time major winner Jordan Spieth will take part, having been a doubt after withdrawing from the AT&T Byron Nelson this week with a wrist injury. The second men's major of the year is being held at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester from the 18th to the 21st of May. Woods has struggled since a car crash in February 2021, which left him with severe leg injuries. He feared his leg would have to be amputated after the incident in LA, but made a remarkable return 14 months later to make the cut at last year's Masters. We are very happy to welcome back Hong Kong Sevens player Alessandro Nardoni to the show. He joins us via Zoom. Well, let, let's let's fast forward a little bit then. You, you've started to get selected for the under 15s, 16s, 18s. 20s, whatever it may have been. But then your goal is ultimately to make it within the, the senior team, whether it be the 15s or the 7s. I know you've played a lot at 15s, but now you play mostly within 7s. How did that half happen? Like, how did you end up in 7s versus 15s, do you think? I think for myself, I'm, um, I play flanker in 15s, and I'm obviously one of the smaller flankers. But my style of game has always been running with the ball, Look, using the open space on the pitches. And I think ever since I kind of had a little dabble into sevens or the, at the younger age in the tournaments that they do with the leagues in Hong Kong, whether it was under 16s for a club or under 20s in Hong Kong sevens and on the Hong Kong sevens under 20s team, I found that this style of game really suited me. It suited my style of what I can do with, with my pace, um, the open field, like I said, like I said before. So, you know, that really inspired me and that's something that I really wanted to focus on. And, you know, with time, putting the graft, you know, results came followed. Good man. What was it like getting your, your first cap? Talk talk to us through your first um, senior sevens tournament or, or game. Yeah, it was a unreal experience. It was actually at the San Francisco 2018 World Cup. 
And I've been, I had been training for about two to three years at that time. So I've been, I played a couple of tournaments, but nothing, no, not official tournaments yet. And it was an unreal experience. Um, I still remember the nerves. Yeah, very, very nervous. But once you, you know, once the ball kicked off and we started playing, all the nerves went away and it was just, enjoy, you know, just enjoying it and taking it in. How did you do personally? Uh, I felt at a decent tournament. The coaches were quite happy. Uh, um, I ended up winning player of the tournament, voted from teammates. And was, yeah, so I was quite happy with the result. Uh, and then we then went on to the Asia Games, which is pretty much one of the biggest tournaments that we have to play in as a team, apart from maybe the likes of the Olympics. And we ended up winning that. So it was a very big start as a big tournament with the World Cup and then going into Asia Games. But it was uh, both unreal experiences and great results and, you know, great memories. In at the deep end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that, actually. I do remember that, uh, that that you won the medal. That That's awesome. Well, what was what was that experience like then? Performing, you know, the World Cup is one thing, but also Hong Kong are not expected to go and win the World Cup. But maybe there's a, there's an expectation amongst yourselves within the Asian Games to go out and go get the gold medal. How how did they differ, and what did that feel like? Yeah, I, like I said, it was my second tournament, and I was a little bit a little bit naive to the whole Asia Games. And it wasn't until we were in tournament week that I really started to get the feeling that some of the more experienced players, the likes of Jamie Hood. Ben Remini that they had played in multiple of these uh, tournaments and you know I started to feel what it really meant for us and what it would mean for us to win this tournament and as the tournament went on I started to believe anymore that we could we could win this and ended up winning it was a su such a real ex uh, unreal experience I still remember and after I uh, celebrated the team of course and then told my dad kind of broke down into a few tears it was just yeah Still get quite emotional about it now. Like we're very, yeah, yeah that's all awesome. excited. Ali, thank you for for sharing yeah. all of that. What we like to do is ask our guests for some advice for our younger audience, maybe people that that are where you were ten, eight, seven years ago, looking for someone to offer some insight into perhaps some of the things that have made them successful. You started late. You've made it to to where you are now, which is a, an incredible story in itself. What are one or two things that you think you did really well to make that happen? I think um, I worked quite a bit on my fitness, like doing a little bit of extra running. It's quite easy, right? All you need is a pair of running shoes and just going out, finding some space, whether it's on a track or just just working on my diet, working on the recovery aspects of it. Like there's a lot of knowledge now online, whether it's cold plunges, you know, cold showers or yeah, like um, stretching, mobility, all this stuff. I think I neglected that a little bit at the start of my career. And I think that's just something I would really focus on and try and dial in a little bit earlier from an uh, earlier age. Like I said, whether it's diet, recovery, um, extra skills as well. You know, if you're a kicker, you can easily find a ball, find a pitch and practice your kicking. If you're at speedster, you can work on your speed. You know, there's a lot of aspects that you can work on by yourself of the game. It doesn't have to be with a coach or with a team. Yeah, all those little things add up. Yes, exactly, 100%. And this is, that's just something that I wish I did a little bit more of at a younger age. But, you know, I started a little bit later on and it looks like it's going well. Yeah, that's it, man. You can't, you can't, um, you can't do anything about that. But you, you, you've 
you're you're certainly on the right track right now, which is which is amazing. That's that's why I wanted you on. You've sort of touched on it there, but you know, what are some of the off-field things that that people can do? Do you think what what do you think is let's put them in somewhat of an importance what do you think would be the biggest impact on you whether it be psychology analysis diet you know extras what would you rank as perhaps the most important thing you've done off field I think once you start sorting out your diet once you start getting in a consistent sleep and I think all of this whether it's diet um, sleep extras of uh, stretching or small little touch-ups in the gym like that you might have to do on your prehab like whether it's injuries or something like that once you do them all of them consistently over a long period of time your mental side of it also benefits because you know you you're putting in that extra effort that really will make a difference it's just some small one percentage that will add up and if you're doing them consistently over a long period of time you're going to feel good about yourself because you're doing something which is not easy and you're doing it every day, every day, every day, staying at it. Even though, you know, it could be a bit boring going to sleep at 9.30, 10 a.m., 10, 10 p.m. every day. Or maybe not not having so much of a social life, whether especially over here in Hong Kong, which is a really big thing. Um, but, you know, it's those things that will add up, like you said. And... Yeah, I think if you're doing those ones, whether it's diet, sleep, recovery, your mental side will just benefit from it. And your your whole game, once you go out there and perform, you'll just feel better about yourself because you know you're putting the hours in the work. Yeah, your confidence has, has come from your work ethic and, and the amount of things you've deposited in your personal bank. 100%. Yeah, good man. Ali, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. Really is inspiring, particularly considering you started not even you know you, you play you started even playing rugby so late not even taking it seriously late you know you you've you've done amazingly well very proud of you and we we look forward to watching your journey over the next six months particularly with these important tournaments coming up but also over the next hopefully five or six years so keep crushing it brother and uh, yeah thank you for joining us on sports fix today thank you very much again for having me benny i really appreciate the opportunity uh, all the best to you too Thank you, brother. See you. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. My hottest ticket has to be the LA Lakers and Warriors game six tomorrow. What is going to happen? It is such a wonderful nail-biting time when you get to this stage in the season. As a neutral, I wanted to go to game seven, but can the Lakers get it done tomorrow? Have a great weekend, and I'll see you for your sports fix next week.